Welcome, one and all, to the Fatty Z Muskie podcast. I'm Andy. To my right is the coat hanging on Vance's chair. That's in front of Ranger. Vance is right now living the dream, snowed in. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go with the joke that is very easily seen, but... Uh, Vance had recently came back from a place with not very much snow. Mm-hmm. And you just heard Todd giggle. That's Todd Young, yeah. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. He's <laughs> he's always on the phone. So, anyways, I'm here with not which which is like the roles are reversed. If we're going to talk about the snow a little bit because this is epic. What's happening up in just north of me, not too far, and it's usually the other way around. But, um, you know. So everything's good here. Not so much for Vance, but uh, all right. So this podcast brought to you by Fatty Z Muskie Products. We will be at Chicago, and that's coming up. We're recording this. We would be probably mostly set up by now, or maybe we'll do it tomorrow morning in a week, but it don't matter. Next week we'll be in Chicago. So check us out, booth 618. We're going to have all the rod holders I got a prototype that I'm going to be showing off. Only three people have seen it. And we're going to just see how popular it might be. If I'm going to expand on it. Um, so with that we'll have all the baits. I'm putting hooks on a bunch of baits right now. So hopefully we'll have what we need. So continuing on. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides will be there. Right Todd? Yes we will. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. MCFishingGuides.com Uh Give us a call. We're booking trips daily here. Uh, schedules are ready to go. Vance and I are ready to go. We're going to be in some new rides next year. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it, especially with the weather we've had, we're having right now, you know? Yes. After what I'm experiencing, I will take 40-mile-an-hour winds and three-footers yeah. over this any day. And 35-degree water temps? Yeah, sure. Anything but this. Okay. <laughs> Once we get through the power rankings, we will discuss what Vance is going through because it's national news. National Guard has been called, but... Yeah. They're going to take him home from work tomorrow. Very well. I mean, <laughs> the helicopter might. Drop him yeah. off. He'll you can't get off. hurt. You just drop into eight <laughs> feet of snow. I just mean, you just... <laughs> I'd pretend like probably like that stuff, you know. Oh yeah. I'd like to go down the rope like like I was like some kind of like SWAT team guy, just yeah. hit the ground. I'm good, man. See you in the morning. <laughs> I give him the thumbs up, and I just run into the Expensive. house. You gotta be back at eight in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Muddy Creek, keep going. Energy yeah, fishing us. guys, give us a call. There we go. Perfect. Now, you talked about a boat in your little plug there, Todd. Yes, Is we it a, do. Is it kind we're, of a boat? Yeah. We are going to be set up with some couple new rangers next year, the Angler Series. That's the ones Vance and I like. That's the one we picked. And uh, two different sizes. Vance is just a little bigger than bigger than uh, the one I'm going to be getting, but uh, mine fits in my garage. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> Vance built it. Vance built a new garage last year for his 
boat, so he's got a little longer garage. But uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. You know, thanks to Ranger for helping us out and getting us getting us in these things. We haven't seen them yet; they're just on order, and everything's shut down right now. So all it's all paperwork, but they're going to be here. Uh, another big thanks to Vic's Marine over in. Uh, can't remember the name of the town in Ohio. Just Kent. call it call it Kent. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yes. Ohio is, is yeah. where people would relate to that. Yeah, yeah. Kent, you know, up around West Branch and Ravenna. You know, I think we even get off. I think it says Ravenna when we get off the exit. Yeah, mm. It's, it's uh, pronounced Ravenna. Go ahead. Ravenna. Mm. I know. I can't. I still don't get that right. But well, yeah. Those guys helped us out too. And uh, great on service. That's how we found them. That's how we got this all started. Uh, looking for some service for the boats that we trusted. And uh, these guys are fishermen. You know, Vic, Vic at Vic's Marine ran the FLW tour for a while. I mean, he knows he knows what the fishermen needs, uh, and and they set their boats up for fishermen. You know, it's not like just going to your local dealer and saying hey i want this i want that i want that oh yeah these guys know the deal and they know how how you rely on it if you're a guide or if you're a tournament guy you know it's definitely worth checking out they will take care of you in those situations for sure even a weekend warrior looking to buy a boat yeah choose the fishermen the people that know what it's like to be on the water I've done it twice the other way, and mm-hmm. I haven't had much luck. Yeah. you got to know how to mount the transducer. you got to know how to mount all that stuff, and these guys just do it every day. Uh, you also got to know how to put the uh, power steering fluid in the reservoir. Yes, that's a good idea if you're going to have power steering. Yes. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. It helps. Yeah, real quick, I'm going to jump right back to the boat real quick from Ranger. Something, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm going to bring this in every couple of weeks. I really like, you know, I have a Fisherman series. I don't want to brag, okay? But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I always thought, you know, just even a few years ago, that like, you only get the Fisherman line, and then I started looking. Those anglers are designed so well around the way you guys musky fish that I was just like, that's the boat. And yeah. it's often overlooked, but they've been doing, they've been putting more detail and, you know, attention to the detail into those, those style boats. And I, you know, a little bit jealous, but I'm going to tell you what, the old Ranger, she's been through a lot of podcasts, so. She has mm-hmm. been. Yes. A couple so, of years, you can buy the, uh, buy the angler for me. I'm ready to jump into something new, but yeah, I mean. You know, Vance and I spent some time looking at all this stuff, and some people like that Fisherman series. Some people like uh, some. I, 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 you know, we read a lot about it. People talking about that angler series, like, why would you want that? What would you want that? And the way I fish, the way Vance and I fish, I looked at it the other way. I was like, why? Why wouldn't you want this? Mm-hmm. You know, I. I want to get rid of that side compartment. Yes, I'm going to lose a little storage for some life jackets or something, but, I mean, uh, I just think it's going to be the perfect situation. I mean, I think it's just going to be perfect for what we do, troll and cast, walk right up to the sidewall. It's about three, 
three or four inches deeper than the fishermen in the cockpit. Uh, That's substantial. It's, yes, and it is. And it jumps those rod holders up that are going to be in the track. It jumps them up a little because you're not bending down. And, you know, some people think we're probably think I'm crazy talking about stuff like this. Oh, you got to bend over that thing. You got to do it. But, you know, it's different when you're doing it every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited. I think I think it's a great multi-species boat. That's what it is. They're the 1880 and the 2080 MS multi-species. That's what it's about. So looking forward to it. It's going to be a while, but uh, check out Ranger Boats. Vix all also deals with Starcraft. They service Star all made all or yes, Starcraft, Star Weld. They have Ranger Aluminums. Those are real nice, too. The Starcrafts, I mean, Vance and I saw when we were over there. You talk about get, talk about a big, high-sided boat. How about that one? I mean, it was probably like a 20, 50 or, you know, 20-footer mm-hmm. when we walked out of there. Yeah, that was. That's a big boat. Yeah. <laughs> that's a big boat. That's you great, know. Great Lakes. Mm. Cadillac right there. Yeah. They got all that stuff. They service all the major brands. So uh, check out Vix Marine if you're looking or if you're having some trouble with your local service guys, which I'm sure a lot of people in our area have dealt with that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, I got to correct you on something, Todd. You said the MS stands for multi-species. It really stands for much slime. Okay. Many, yeah, much slime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that will happen. Yes. Slime right. time. Isn't that a, a thing? Slime time. I started a, a charter business like 25 years ago, and that's what we called it, slime time. Slime. Really? Mm-hmm. Sli- slime, not Muddy Creek. It wasn't Muddy Creek. It was slime time. Slime time, 25 25- Years ago, I was eight. Yeah, when we first started. Yeah, slime time charters. Yeah, little history. But then, little but then I saw slime. Then I saw slime time everywhere, and we just dumped that. Yeah. Now, so guys wearing sh- slime time shirts, and yeah, I was like, no, nah, I don't, I don't want to be called slime time. Yeah. Okay. Nice Nickelodeon. Anyway. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you, you can gack time, right? Gack. Yes. <laughs> I was wondering if Vance would know. I don't know what that is. You can eat that stuff. Well, I wouldn't recommend it, but you probably could. It, it's kind of like slime, but it's a slightly so more rigid. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So. St. Croix Rods. Best on earth. Uh, great warranty. Uh, I'll not use them. I use them for pretty much any any fishing setting. When I go out and I fish for <clears throat> smaller species and stuff like that, I got my whole setup is around St. Croix. Great warranty. What else could you ask for? Well, I know what I could ask for. Not only do I use my Legend Tournament for fishing, I also use it to pull my boat off of the bank. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it works very mm-hmm. well. I also have used it to break ice. I would I wouldn't throw it, but I would chip away at it like, you know, it, it's a stick. So I'm like, hey, it's a nice long stick, and I chip 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 and break the ice and push it out to sea. Wow, 
That's pushing. I can't believe that you still have that rod doing this. Hey, it's a St. Croix. There you go. That's the answer. That's the answer. All right. So we're also going to be at the Ohio Muskie Show here in a few weeks. But the big one for us is the Western Pennsylvania Muskie Max Plus. Plus. Plus means more. More is better. Am I right? Yes. Yes. Perfect. So let's just say it's like early March and you're like, man, I really want to go fishing. And you look at your tackle box and you're like, I got a spot available for a bait. The the only answer is to go to the Muskie Max and buy another box full of baits. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the reasonable thing to do. And it's probably lining up to where if you get your taxes done, you'd have a little bit extra money there, and you can buy a lot of really nice baits. Mm-hmm. Get it done early. You might as well. I mean, I know Christmas is just a few days behind us, but you might as well start shopping now in March. It's just going to be smarter. So you're not, yeah. you know, your credit card bills aren't just jammed up come, you know, the first of the year. Start buying your stuff in March, like at the Muskie Max. A lot yeah. of great vendors are going to be there. You could take the whole family if you want. Heck, I mean, they got stuff for kids. You know, you, you let the kids run around and, you know, at the significant other, like, chase them, and then you just go and, you know, sneak a few more things in the bag. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's a good way of get, getting to go to those things. That's right. And then you just go to, like, dinner or something and afterwards, and it'd just be great. So, you know, buy the weekend pass and just show up the whole time and, you know, just say, yeah. just like, I'll be ready in five minutes, you know, like that meme or whatever. Her saying, I'll be ready in five minutes is like a man saying one more cast or something. <laughs> but let's switch that around to be leaving the Muskie Max. I'm going to be there the whole time. I, I expect yeah. I expect Todd and Vance to do the same. Absolutely. Yeah, Looking there's going to be some to great, great uh, breakout session seminars by lots of the big names in the industry. So, you know... There's lots of stuff to do. I mean, you can go up. Where else can you go, like, if, if you're local to this area, to go up and shake the hands of Tony Grant? Mm. Yeah. I mean, just think of that bar of soap that Greg described. Yes. <laughs> I love he will it. be cleaned up that morning. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you will. Greg will be there. Lots of guys. Dale Lots Wiley guys will be, will be there. there. Leah Party yep. will be there. Both of them. I mean, I'm sure there's more. I don't want to. I just know those are the for sure. I don't want to say another name or two and be like, yeah, I was wrong. But <laughs> uh, a lot of lot of nice, you know, a lot of nice bait builders. So if you're in the area, try to put it on your calendar, show up, and uh, enjoy the show because it'll be a blast. So we will definitely be there. With bells yeah. on. That's, that's so bells on. Buy stuff. We're buying new boats. Buy stuff. We're buying new boats. <laughs> Donate. How about this? Like Todd, where's your boat going? I don't know. You could buy my boat. There you go. So yes. you could buy the Lund. That's right. The old Lundomatic. We'll work on that name, but you can buy Todd's <laughs> boats. <laughs> yeah. So, 
All right. Let's get into what's probably going to be the last power ranking. The last power rankings of the year. We're getting close to the new year here. It was a fun segment. Got us talking. Don't send in any more. We're done. I'm going to bring it in at number three this week, and it is going to be when the season's wrapped up and you have boat storage, a roof, walls, a garage, anything like that. I thought you meant like a spot in your yard where you leave the cover off all winter. And particularly, it's the best when it's underneath like a hemlock, I've or, seen, or, or seen that. some I've deciduous seen trees that. next to it as well. A really lay a protective layer of needles and maple leaves. <laughs> if you, I mean, boat boat storage is is awesome. It's you know whether it's a, a garage, a separate building on your property, anything like that, somewhere you can keep it. It's pretty much on your person. It's got a roof. You know, me, I have, <clears throat> it's in a garage. It's in a garage bay for me. You you um, have. I used to. You've upgraded keep, every time. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I have. I started out with uh, a storage garage. And then, which was just something you could, you know, you, I rented. Uh, it was just basically metal. You know, there, there's no insulation, anything like that in there. And then I got a little outbuilding, and now I have a uh, giant garage stall for it. It was always very important. I always wanted a roof over the boat. Um, I've, I've seen, I've, I've taken part in getting boats ready for winter, winter uh, winterization without storage, uh, which involved a lot of tarps. Um, any with water like milk jugs filled with water <laughs> no no there wasn't any like tying down like that we we fastened it to other things to to keep it covered um but it still just makes you I mean, the boat would obviously work the next year but it still is i don't know it kind of makes me a little nervous to let it does it give you peace whatever. of mind knowing that there's a roof over its head mm-hmm yeah, even those, even those like great, you know, some people can fit their big, great lake boats and some of their outbuildings around here, and you know, uh, some of the charter captains. But uh, you know, some people just basically go the the vacuum, you know, seal over top of it. You the see, shrink it, wrap. There were, the yeah, shrink yeah, wrap. the shrink wrap stuff. Yeah, I still, I still don't even. I mean, after what we experienced today. Or I mean, over these past couple of days of you know close to seventy inches of snow, I'd I'd be if if my boat was out there, I'd be like, yeah. I wonder if that held up. <laughs> I wonder if I'll see it in the spring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's nothing quite like having a roof uh, and walls and a door and a giant garage door to to store that boat. It's nice. Helps. It is nice. You know, doesn't yes. beat it up. It it just is. It's worth it. That's, you know, and that's just like, you know, if you're going to do it, that that's a big, that's important to a lot of boat, boat owners. Uh, you know, Todd loves this boat and loves the idea that it's going to, you know, he didn't have to monkey around with his, with, with storing it. That's a huge, when yeah. I bought my first boat, I was just like, oh, well, yeah, 
well, shit, no, what am I going to do yeah. now? What am I going to do now yeah. when it's time to wrap this up? Oh, I got to look, I got to look into stuff. And I don't know if you remember, Todd, how, how difficult that was initially. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. For, for me to find I, a storage I, I, shed that was going to take it. Yes, because you were having a hard time finding one. I was having a I, hard I remember when I brought my last one home here, you know, I have a three stall garage, but they were just set up for, and, uh, backing that thing in and I already expanded once uh, that's why I made the decision I made and we heard some neat stories from the guys down at VIX you know when you what he said they oh, had people I mean I I know guys that have opened their boat up and there was you know a raccoon living in there snakes they found a dead cat uh, this is mm-hmm. guys at VIX telling us so like yeah these guys brought a boat in it's like yeah I got a wiring problem and there's a you know, squirrels, nests, and yeah. <laughs> that's all stuff. That's all stuff you want to maybe think about when you're going to get your boat. You know, what am I going to do with this thing? How much money do you want to spend to store it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm not really following the problem here. I got a new pair of boots for Christmas, and I just put them in the closet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, boot storage <laughs> is not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that was my dumb joke. Um, yeah. Yeah. But see, I like storing my boat so much that I rarely take it out. That's how much yes. I like boat storage. I know. <laughs> yours is boat storage. Yours is boat slash workbench. We know that. I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did have that mishap with the table saw. I mean, the yeah. uh, skill saw <laughs> that I did, you know, kind of cut through the gunnel, but it's okay. Yes. I put duct tape on it. Um, oh mattress. Put a mattress over it. Yes, I mean Greg is Greg is on to something there, mm-hmm. but uh, boat, st- boat storage very important. It gives you peace of mind. It's also kind of inconvenient if if you like at my old place, you know the pole barn and stuff that when we started the show. It takes up a lot of room, and it's not it very does. convenient. And if you think you built a barn big enough and you put your boat in there, you're going to quickly realize that it probably wasn't big enough. Yeah. And Wait till you have like three over there. I can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, For I the just final setup. Here. I'm I'm already moving everything of mine outside, <laughs> just anxiously awaiting, you know, all of this brand new boat stuff. Yeah. Oh, you can't, you can't wait. I can't wait what at all. Saying? I mean, it's. I was going to say you don't have a choice if you're saying you can't fit all our boats <laughs> over there. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I got plenty of yard to put them in. I even got some real nice white pines that <laughs> have freshly dropped their needles. So you'll be safe. Lawn <laughs> uh, ornaments, but yeah. Anybody that has a roof over their boat knows how how nice it is to just know that it's protected and you don't have to really monkey around with anything. You don't have to. It's the simple. It, you know, helps out with winterization too. I mean, God, I. You don't have to worry about stuff going through a deep freeze, at least in my setup right now, you know, so you don't have to, you know, just go crazy with that. Just, you know, sometimes when you leave it out outside, I could imagine just like, oh, my God, is there a drip of water left in that lower unit that's going to freeze? And, you know, I know I just changed your gear, but God, is there any water left in there? And I'm I'm just going to check this boat out in the spring and it's going to be shattered broken on the bottom but that's what's a lot of perks to having especially heated with the boat. 
you know, he gets two. Perfect. Who's number two? Go, Mandy. Okay. So my power ranking is getting the holidays over with. That's right. I'm not anxiously waiting Christmas. I am Grinch. smiling that it is over. It's not nearly as fun as it was when I was, I don't know, between the ages of 4 and 12. Yeah. It's a lot more stressful. And a lot of, I'm not saying I didn't have fun. Don't get me wrong there. A lot of just sitting there watching the kids. And I have fun doing that, but just like sitting there. Mm-hmm. So now that it's over, I now have a little bit more time to try to prep for other things that are going on. So, and yeah, uh, yeah. I don't want to say that I'm just holidays. Holidays oh. trans. I mean, are, are completely different once you hit an age and you have to be yeah. pulled in different directions. Visit in-laws. Uh, you know. The you know the wife or the girlfriend side of the family, then your family, uh, or your husband then, or boyfriend, because there could be girls listening to this. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, I I said it many times this holiday season. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for this to be over. I hate this time of year. Now, <laughs> and you call me the Grinch fans. I didn't say well, I when, hated it. Well, well, when my <laughs> daughter heard it, she's like, Dad. I said, I know, honey, I don't really hate it, but, you know. But I do. I, I see the tree get out, and I know when I'm setting the tree up and putting all the stuff out, it's just like, I got to take this all down before we go to Chicago. Oh, yeah. I got to help pack this stuff up. And it's just like, it would be very simple. Just one little wreath. Or just like a like a, a poster of a tree. <laughs> And yeah. you could just put a tack on the wall, <laughs> and then you got like a pinhole. We have at my house that we have Christmas dishes, we have Christmas everything. And, you know, I was helping packing those away a little bit today, and it's just like I need to be making lures. <laughs> yeah, I should not be taking this stuff down to the basement right now. It would have been easier if we'd have just left it down there. Yeah, or just. Yeah. Uh, just take it to the curb and just say, I don't know what happened to it. Um, yeah. But, like, here's something, and I'm going to go on just a little bit of a tangent It's a lot here. of work. A Christmas tree, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm hoping this is our last year for a live Christmas tree. And I still have to sit back. Like, if you can remove yourself, I understand, like, that's just what you do. But we kind of like built houses so we didn't have to live in the woods, which is made of trees. Why yeah. do we cut a tree down yeah. and bring it into our house? If you just like, <laughs> like if, if you met somebody that, that really doesn't understand this, like what's Christmas? But they're like educated and you're like, yeah, so what we do is for this time of year, we cut down this tree and we bring it into the house. Well, doesn't it make a mess? Well, yeah, of course it does, but it's just what we do. Well, then what do you do with it? Well, we eventually just take it right back out and, I don't know, burn it, bury it, throw it in a lake. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what do you do while it's in there? Well, we, we decorate it with lights. So, like, lights, like, inside your house? No, like, color lights and, and these glass bulbs and all this. Uh, 
He's like, are, are you sure you? this is what you guys do? You didn't dream this, right? And Yeah. The cats and the dogs like to play with it, and the kids like to play with it and pull on them. And, and by the <laughs> way, this, this tree has has this substance on it that makes it very sticky. It's called sap. Yeah. And <laughs> in order to keep this tree from losing all of its needles too quickly, you have to wade through the branches covered in sap to dump water into this basin to keep the tree yeah. half alive. So you're keeping it on life support, just knowing you're going to eventually pull the plug. And you, uh, don't you think the artificial tree is... So much better in every single green. way. It's greener. I mean... You're chopping down these tree that trees that provide all this oxygen and prevent global warming and all that yeah. stuff. Well, see, I want I one spent, that's made. I just spent twelve years selling Christmas trees. Yeah. Now that now this year I didn't do many because my trees have come that and gone. My, but uh, that was yeah, my first, first job was selling them trees. I Never sold trees. Did it, Andy did it also. That's so crazy. It's something we all have in common. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I kind of get it, but it, I'm going on my little rant because when you have a brand new house that's like 14 months old and you've had two gigantic Christmas trees, and when I say gigantic, this one, I, I, I said that I, I, I said we're not having a tree over five foot, so she wanted eight foot, so we settled on seven and a half, and... The one she picked was like, that's not over seven, and I tape measured it at 11. And it was over six foot around. <laughs> I mean, six foot in diameter. And yeah. I'm like, we don't have a door big enough. I could put it in the pole barn if you wish. Um, yeah. But so we've now with two trees ripped apart the corners of our drywalls, just getting it yeah. in there. Both trees <laughs> each year have fallen over and dumped water and broken glass everywhere. And that is hilarious. It, yeah. yeah. Are you serious? That one fell over too. Yes. What a disaster! Right off the bat, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it was it, it. It's stumpy. It's a stumpy tree, and oh my gosh! And I'm just I'm I'm looking forward. She always wants to go till New Year's, and Vance, you remember what happened to the last tree? <laughs> remember that picture I sent you and Todd? You threw it out the way. <laughs> At the French doors. <laughs> I, I have we don't have a deck built on this house yet, so it's like a four foot drop. But they knew I didn't like the tree so much that I just ended up jamming out the thing and it's laying there, so I was just like, I conquered you and I snapped a photo of it laying there. It was there we'll, till like May. <laughs> we'll deal with you in the spring. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. The people come to my house to buy trees and I jump on the golf cart, take them back. They come back and they look in the window of my house. You know, you can see it from the front. And they're like, "Oh, that's a real pretty tree." Is it? It is that a real tree? I was like, "No, absolutely not." <laughs> you should say, "I'm I've not been, stupid." I've been, I've been through this. You know? Yeah. Give me my twenty-five bucks for the tree you just bought. It. <laughs> that's tough sales. You yeah. don't even you don't even believe in the product. No, no we, we bought the fake one many years ago, and it's been much better. Yeah. I would have Dragging a closet. <laughs> I'd have a closet dedicated to the tree that it would be set up 365 days a year, and when I needed it, a, like that is, a day before th uh, Christmas, you know, like a day before Christmas Eve. I mean, you'd pull it out, and I, like, lights are on. Yes, and then when it's like okay. 
Christmas is over, you just slide it right back in. I know we do that at our, (laughs) I do that at my church that I go to. You know, you just pull a few bulbs off, throw a couple blankets over it, it goes in the back corner, storage. It's Christmas time, drag it back out. Mm Mm-hmm. Works well if you have the room. I'm not really I'm as, artificial. Yeah, I I want to be, but there's a I, I didn't decorate it either. There's a bobber for a, tree. A, there's a bobber for the star though. A bobber. It, okay, a bobber. is it one of those big giant ones that was like a cooler? It doubles as a cooler. No. Okay. No, it's just like an inch in diameter. Oh I got some neat I got some neat bobber lights here. We'll have to set one up in the podcast booth next year. There for we Andy. Go. Yeah. For, for me. Andy. But yeah. I'm gonna cut down a tree. I will cut the top off of like a big, beautiful twenty <laughs> footer. And I'll just like take it'd be like cutting the horn off a rhino. Yeah. I want I want a tree in the podcast studio. Live. Okay. Next year. Bring it in. <laughs> we'll see how long bring, it lasts. You, Bring it in, you take it out, yeah. <laughs> you bring it in, I'll just fire up the, the, the snowblower on the tractor and just jam it in there and see what happens. Oh, man. No, I mean, the holiday season is great. The family part of it's great. It's it's the hub the hubbub of all the spending and running and, you know. It has yeah, gotten very expensive. It's, it's crazy. Yes. I'm sure people got a lot of nice fishing stuff for Christmas. It's always nice. I I guess, you know, for me, it's I have everything that I want. So actually buying me anything is just like, yeah, I would have bought that anyway. Thank you. You know, we, yeah, you didn't have to spend money. I got a bunch Mm -hmm. of Bass Bass Pro cards. That's what people get me because they don't know what to get me. So I have Bass Pro shop gift cards. Nice. You can get but it, it, it is strange when you can look through Bass Pro and it's like, I really don't know what I want. Yeah. But I need I can't, I don't my hunting that. gear. I have my hunting gear. I wear it a couple days a year and then I put it back. I might wear it for the next 30 more years if I live that long. I mean, <laughs> my my stuff is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can always use a pair of like, waterproof boots. I do wear my boots out. So that's what I'm looking at with my gift cards it's great everybody thinks oh fishing we'll get something for todd for fishing bass pro next year for you guys i'm going to get you guys gifts it's going to be like a spool of trialing eight pound test Thank i you. could use that actually <laughs> i could spool something up yeah fishermen fishermen are tough to buy for i guess mm. uh, well if you were like 14 and you're considered a fisherman you're easy to buy for but by the time you get to the stage of muskie it would be very difficult for anybody to walk into any big box store walmart what have you a dick scanner mountain well not Scanner mountain cabela's any of that stuff and be like oh yeah they really want this and you're like thank you but we're you have to join groups on facebook and dig through the darkest dungeons to find yeah. exactly what I'm asking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about it one other time on a podcast. It was like, get me a boga. Yes. 
And people are like, what is, what in the world is a boga? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want a boa? You, you, you're into one? snakes, reptiles? Yeah, yeah exactly. You want to buy one, get one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah, really like some Payless stuff. shoes. I got I got some neat neat gifts, and it, it touches back on uh, our previous cast, and they were my favorite uh comes down to the thought uh somebody framed a couple pictures for me fishing oh. with me and that's awesome that was cool man that's so sweet yeah perfect mm-hmm. so Number getting one. holidays over with man getting holidays over with is i mean it's fun getting set up it's great when you have kids i have a little daughter uh Andy's got the kids. Vance, he's got some nieces, he's, nephews. He's got the pugs, and he's got his pugs. So there's there, there's fun to be had there, but it is neat. But I like the, I like the house to get back to its original condition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's it, go till let's go till Thanksgiving next year and just keep it like this. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it also signifies just to wrap this up. It signifies the like, the end of the busy season. For, you yeah. know, just in, in general, just the traveling and all that. And mm-hmm. I've always liked this time of year. But though now it's it's a little bit more stressful with the shows. But this is the time where it's like, okay, take a deep breath and relax. You're not cutting mm-hmm. grass. You're not building stuff outside. Just yeah. enjoy being able to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Unless you are hardcore ice fishing, which is a lot of fun. And... uh but, anyways, so let's go to number one. Odd. Number one, I mean, it's going to sort of fall into that same thing. Wrapping up the year, new year, end end of the year, new year coming, 2018's here. We made it through another one. No matter what you do, it's always just uh, need to turn that calendar, get started, get everything put away. Get everything ready for what what's going to happen here for everybody in 2018, job wise, work wise, fish wise. Brand new year, new, new year, new, year, new me, right? Dear, yep. No dear tags are deer tags are used. What's going to happen next year with our deer tag? Not you know? quite, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, that that's just uh, it's always neat to turn the new year. Yeah, I I enjoy it. Yeah. So I guess, you know, we, we're we going to kind of keep going on that, uh, on that note. So I don't, I'm not cutting Todd short on this, but mm-hmm. we're kind of going to be doing like a year-end wrap-up because more than likely it's going to be very close to the new year, if not the new year by the time we record again. I'm hoping to get one more in before Chicago, and then we're going to be, it's, it's going to be topsy-turvy here. We're going to try to keep up. Bear with us. Um, so, but with that, I, I want to, you know, do the year in review. However, we're going to start at like December. Then we're going to jump all the way to January because we've alluded to this. We want to talk about Vance. I mean, and this, this kind of goes with my power ranking and Todd's. Mm-hmm. Vance, do you want to describe the weather system or do you want me to lead in and then you tell your story? How do you want to do it? 
Go ahead. Okay. We hit upon this very quickly with Greg Thomas when he was using words to describe weather patterns like nor'eastern and whatever else ones he had. And I, I threw in lake effect. And anyone that's near a large body of water, primarily the Great Lakes, um, when you have a cold air that's cold enough to freeze water, Coming over a little bit warmer body of water, Lake Erie is not a giant great lake, but it still has a lot of water in it. It holds its heat. So the the biggest city that we're, we're near is Erie. Um, I imagine that's probably why what the lake's named after, um, or the town was named after lake. I don't know. It don't matter. I don't know the history. That's not the point. So... What happens is this air comes across the lake, it picks up moisture, and when it hits land, at least in our region, it starts climbing up this hill. And this hill crests at Interstate 90. And generally speaking, with a northwest wind, this air, full of moisture, climbs up, gets really cold, and gets lots of snow, and drops it on Interstate 90, and I'm going to probably say... 12, 15 miles south of it, depending on, like, the wind speed. And that's called the lake effect snow because the lake affects the snow. Anyways, um, it's very dependent on wind direction. And it just so happens to be that it was the perfect storm, except instead of dumping it on me in the snow belt, is what they call it, where you know you can get a couple hundred inches of snow a year it actually went north of interstate 90 so it was on the other side just based off the wind direction and vance's house is north of interstate 90 so with that that is the description of the weather pattern and it really can mess things up very very localized so and very fast extremely fast um Vance, you left to go south was, on Saturday, correct? Or Sunday? Yes, yes. I went home uh, to my hometown for Christmas. Um, About 90, 100 miles south. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I we had Christmas, and it was nice, and I really wasn't paying attention to what was going on back up here. Uh my home and i woke up after christmas and i texted you please say i texted you i think you did i did could you read it (laughs) oh that's a lot of text to go what did it say okay it said something to the like vance when are you coming home they're calling for three to five in capital letters feet of snow Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. inches Mm-hmm. Okay, that was my test. Yeah, well, that that's just that's just added into the panic. So I got on to like the Weather Channel app, and that you know that's worthless as tits on a bull. And so because I, it, I you went, had to go through all the Claritin ads and all those ads, yeah. And they really don't. They're like, oh, five inches to eight inches, yada yada yada. And uh, so I went to a more localized source, which is which something is Facebook is good for. Uh, a bunch of the news stations up here were doing a Facebook Live uh, 
and it just I, I i went on their pages and it looked like the end of days uh, up here <laughs> except you didn't think it was so white when that was happening you'd kind of think of like fiery black ashes and mm-hmm. it was in in the form of snow um so i shoot up out of bed and i'm like we have to go now uh, well what i did was I, I still wasn't getting like a a more accurate a, a more accurate sense of, of what was going on. I started calling plow companies in the local area just to get kind of you know the level of you know, severity of what was going on in the town surrounding Erie. Um, and I got through about like eight of them, and they all said the same thing, uh, which was essentially. We can't move. And I was like, hmm, that's good. That's great. <laughs> so I had a decision to make. I was like, should I go up there or should I just wait it out here? Uh, I decided to drive up. and I helped you form a plan. Yeah, Edinburgh, where Andy lives, is literally uh, 15, 20 minutes down the road. It, it's it's realistically, what what do you say? We're going to use Interstate ninety because I brought that up. It's probably ten miles south of ninety. Mm-hmm. Okay. I gave Vance the solid advice: do not pass the Edinburgh exit. They're shutting down roads. They're shutting down the city, and the National Guard's been called. Yeah. Okay. So all that happened, and. Uh, I usually get off at the Edinburgh Road and go go through some, uh, you know, country back roads to get to my place. And uh, it, it's just crazy that the further north I got on this on this back road that I drive, it's just a straight shot to my house. It was just like bare, cold roads, and then it just started getting white and gray. And it was just like a whole wall of it. Um, and I just drove right into the storm. I literally went from maybe an inch of snow to the roads had like eight on them and the sides of the roads, three foot. And it kept coming. And I eventually got to my house and I pull up to the driveway and it's buried. Oh, I thought you meant like... You open the garage door and you swung in just in time and parked next to the boat. Mm-mm. And then you like went, whew. It was buried overnight. Um, I I couldn't even open my door. I had to park in the middle of the road where I stepped out into a good eight inches of snow. Uh, and my my garage, my driveway was gone. Everything was gone all the way up to my up to my garage door. So you, you had something to like tell a plow driver the approximate location of the end of your driveway. Describe the mm-hmm. height of those. They are fifty inches long. Okay. And, and you knew exactly where your driveway was based off of this, correct? No, they were cut, they were buried. Jeez. So what's oh, uh, apparently some whippersnapper when you were gone kicked them over and they're laying in the grass. Mm-hmm. No, they were they were buried in snow. And from what the 
initial plow service uh, in the township just kicked up even more snow, and they were just gone. Okay. So I opened up my garage door. So you're kind of new to the house, and and you Mm -hmm. show up, and you really don't know where your driveway is at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I had to, like... And and it was just chaos. I had the dogs with me, the lady with me, and I'm just like, man, what do I do here? I, so I just put the truck in park and uh, just kind of like hopped through this well over waist deep. Uh, <clears throat> there's an Instagram post uh, that Lori put up. The favorite thing, it, it shows up on the AZ page, at least what I'm mm-hmm. looking at because you made it and you liked her feed. It's like Operation Save the Girls or something. Yeah. And and there the, the the my most favorite part of that it starts off with you like doing the big snow leap like you don't want to get snow on your shoes so you leap as far as you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> you have quick. snow on your ass. That was quickly. But yeah, but the first step I, I my socks were soaked. You, you failed immediately. <laughs> But the, I don't want to get this in my boot. Yeah. The, the the best part about that was after she panned over to the one pug in her arm, and then you <laughs> caught a glimpse of her face for like yeah. three quarters of a second, and I'm just like, I wish you would have kept it there for another second, because <laughs> I could see what's going through your head. I can put words yeah. to it. She's like, What did we get ourselves into? Yeah. And then it panned back <laughs> the other way, just like this look of mm-hmm. disgust and confusion. Well. So I, we get into the garage, and I get all the girls settled. I said, just go inside, take care of the girls. Save yourself. Let me just be out here for a minute. <laughs> 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 look at this. I'm, I'm looking at my truck, and I can see, like, halfway. You, you can see up, the vent shade. The <laughs> yeah, I, I can see, up the, like, halfway up the windows and then the roof, and I'm just like, okay, what should I do? So I measured the snow initially. I was like, I wonder how much is really here. And I'm like, okay, so at the end of the driveway, that's got to be 50 inches of snow almost because my poles are buried. I thought because of all the 50-inch muskies you've been lifting around that that you would just know. That too. But I had 30 inches at the garage door, and it tapered all the way up to... You know, like basically 50 inches to 30 inches to the from the street to the the garage door. And, you know, fishing's expensive, and I, I kind of put that ahead of everything else. Don't tell anybody else that. But I, I didn't think to buy a snowblower in all the years to be up here. Um, so I had a really trusty 18-inch wide shovel, though. And I shoveled the snow by hand as wide as my truck barely as down. wide as your truck yeah barely as wide as my truck I, I was i felt like i had just played a full football game both ways special teams i was so ripped <laughs> after i did that every down and then you li- <sighs> and then you worked out afterwards yeah i just i was i was wrecked doing that by hand uh it was nuts, and, and I was trying. It was just such a crazy scene. Uh, there was eventually some plow services came through, and, like, I would, like, barrel roll and hop up out of the snow 
like it was an ambush. <laughs> and I'd be like waving my I got money. Like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Help me. You're, you're Help reaching me. into your pocket and you're throwing $100 bills at them. And they're just like, sorry, bigger fish to fry. They did. They they passed me by. I was like, can you just get me started here with this giant thing at the end of the driveway? Just push it somewhere. Sorry, kid. They're like, no. <laughs> I, I kept getting turned down. <laughs> and I was just like, shit, like, this sucks, you know. I was so close to going to a store, which I mean, everything's closed at this point. But and Lowe's sold out. Open. Lowe's was open, and they were all sold out. But I was like, "Man, should I buy the snowblower or not? Should I just, should I just, you know, eat crackers for the rest of the week and buy the snowblower <laughs> or not?" But it, but I I ended up just doing it all by hand and and getting the truck in, and then I finally waved somebody down that after the you know he took care of all his other other customers he came in and plowed the driveway and uh i gave him i paid him cash and i gave him a couple beers and said thanks a lot this saved my back because i had i had three other stalls and i didn't want to push everything into the boat stall because you could have open water next week yeah yeah. (laughs) anybody that lives in these areas or in a snowy area if you look at you know say like a strip mall or something like that those piles of snow where they're plowing last for a very long time and i'm gonna eventually need to get that boat out and i don't want to have to you know chip up icebergs Uh, because this stuff's gonna last for a while our winter is just gonna suck yeah it so the storm that normally hits me changed up and hit Vance. And I had told Vance, I'm like, Van, you're lucky. You're probably not going to get as much snow as I am. And then this, you know, but this is a freak of nature kind of thing. And right now, I think of cities over 100,000, you know, person population. Um, Erie is number one with like 102 inches or something of so far in the month of December. In, 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 in the United States? In the United States. Number two is coming in That's at like crazy. 30, 30 something and it's Syracuse. Mm-hmm. And we're, they're calling wow. for up to two more feet this weekend. Yep. Now, <laughs> which could put this like, you know, close to 130 inches. You know, it, 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 we're going to get something, but generally the highs are are very very localized small bands that just are in bad spots um but i also recently saw that there's a chance that lake erie might freeze 100 percent in the month of december which hasn't happened in x amount of years wow and uh, you know generally speaking once lake erie gets completely frozen Lake effect snow is reduced dramatically. It's not totally eliminated, but you get that lake to freeze, people start to smile. Then you got to worry about when it starts to thaw, when it opens up like March-ish, you know, April, you can get another band of lake effects because now there's open water and you always get those couple cold fronts that blow in through in that early spring. So that's our weather. Yeah, it, it's just insane up here. 
so what's your temperatures? I mean, are you are you? It, it's frigid cold. That's what's odd about you guys getting all that snow. It's so cold right now here. It's free. It's freezing. I mean, it, it's probably in single digits right now outside. Yeah, yeah it's in single digits. It was zero today earlier for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not a meteorologist, obviously, but like Todd and I, you know, we've talked much in the past. When it gets really cold, it doesn't snow. Doesn't snow that much, yeah. But I have a feeling because it was really cold and the lake was still open enough. That's what made that happen. It it, it grabbed it all and just said, "Let's yeah. go." By the way, I'm not carrying you too far. You're heavy, and they just dumped it right at the lake, right at yeah. the shore. It's horrible. Yeah, it was shut down up here. I mean, there were like studded tires, chains. If not, you're, you you could get fined, you know, for just being out. Yeah, that, like when they shut down the city, it's if you're caught out driving, you're going to get a ticket for being out on the streets. Yeah, it's insane. Which I can't see they being able to strictly enforce that because there are some emergencies that you just can't be like, yeah, we're stuck in the house and it's an emergency. Mm-hmm. Um, but they told you at work, Vance, they'd get you to work one way or the other. They'd get you home. They'd get you home. Yeah. If or essentially, what happens is if uh, the census is low, they will then move a bunch of patients out and mm-hmm. open up a unit, and you can sleep over there. A nice, disgusting hospital bed. <laughs> uh, so, or they'll get you home. Yeah, I'm not staying over. No, no. So that's crazy. I mean, everybody. I mean, Vance does work. I got a medical these, me, these medical six, industry, yeah. and they're going to have him. That's how bad it is. They're like, look, I got you know, six. You can stay here, six, or I'll, I'll get you home. Six twelves yeah. coming up. I will. <laughs> the only way I'm going to be in one of those beds is if I have to be. If it's I because you broke your back <laughs> from shoveling. <laughs> you, you need to be. Yeah. I will like not. Just, I will, you're going to just uh, admit me right now. I will not stay over. <laughs> hey, this is coming off your vacation time. <laughs> I can't walk. Over. Crazy. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's crazy. It's not. It's not as big. I mean. The totals are up to 70 inches around here right now in a three-day fall. Um, you know, it's comparable to that Buffalo storm a couple years ago. Yeah, that they yeah. dumped five foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, I mean, the show goes on for all these people. But the, the, the thing that you need to drive home is, like, Vance is just a few miles north of Interstate 90. You get uh, so you get to Interstate ninety. So you go a few miles. You go a few more miles. It's I was sending Vance photos. You can see grass sticking out of my snow. It, yeah. it is so extremely localized. It's so, horrible. But it's horrible. You know, everyone at work. You know, because we're just where I work is dead nuts, right in the middle of like generally the worst area. We're like. Man, if if you guys would have had, you know, all of us have like tractors and stuff to remove this snow. Like, man, if you would have just trailered your tractor up into some, you know, subdivision, you could have been like, hey, 40, 50 bucks a driveway. 
and people would have thrown that at you, you could have cleaned house in a day. Mm-hmm. If, if you could have got there, unloaded the tractor, and just started digging people out. Oh. I mean, it, it was, you know, you hate to capitalize stand, on misfortune, but... Can't stand, can't stand the, the snow. But those fishing pictures when people are like, it's not over till it's over. And it's them, like, driving the boat in snow. Like, get get the hell out of there with with that. Here, this is real snow. It's not two inches on your back deck. You know, this is go go fishing in this shit, and then you and then I'll be like, okay, yeah, go cool, dude. You're an idiot, and also have some balls on you. Yeah, and th- we're gonna wrap this one right back to Vance's power ranking of boat storage. You could have your boat stored in your yard, and this snow hits. And you would not be able to know where your boat is. Mm-hmm. Your peace of mind is gone, except yeah. you know there's not going to be a burglar coming to steal your boat. Yeah. Because they can't yeah, even is. walk in the yard. Yeah. Not cool, but I mean, I, like I said, I've been living up here for the three years now, and I the, the winters were easy, candy last two years and uh you know this was the first first one i was i was uh unprepared i still don't have a snowblower and i plan on not getting one i'm gonna push my luck with that stuff i don't blame you because you're you're in a spot that's generally safe but Mm -hmm. yeah so Okay, let's go. It's an hour and two into this. Um, let's start out like last year. I mean, not last year. Last January. We're going to start out there now that we talked about Vance's last week of December. Um, gosh, It wasn't I, like this. It wasn't like this. I think you, you shot your first deer with an arrow. That was fun and exciting. Then we ended up going down to Columbus, Columbus, Ohio. That was just, you know, another another show. We went to the Muskie Max. That was a blast. Uh, I, I want to think that, Vance, didn't you get a little tipsy there? Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. I remember that. Yes. You kept losing your wallet, didn't you? Or your phone? I lost my wallet, yeah. Brandon Lilly hid, uh, hid my wallet, but... You know, karma is real, and he has a kid on the way. So, <laughs> take that, Brandon. You yeah. hide my wallet. Watch your children. You hide yeah. my wallet. You're gonna empty your wallet for the next eighteen yeah. years. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that was a fun show. All the we got through that show season. Uh, you know, we had such a good time. We're doing it again. You guys went down to Kentucky, Cave Run, PMTT. Okay. PMTT, yeah. We caught some fish pre-fishing, and then we zeroed in the tournament like many. It was fun, though. It's always fun. It's one of the most fun times I have musky fishing all year is that, that little tournament fun I decided to do. Then, uh, you know, continuing on there, we, uh, gosh, did anything happen between that and, like, the opener? 
I don't remember. Did we do any fishing prior to the opener last year? Nothing that's... I, fi- I fished some in Pennsylvania. At least one of us did. Yeah. yeah. Fished some in Pennsylvania. It was a tough, tough PA season for me. Mm-hmm. That early season. Tough PA season for everybody. Real, real early, the guys got some fish, but... Yeah, people were catching them off the bank and stuff. Walleye guys were catching them nice ones. Yeah, more like winter fishing. Mm-hmm. Ice first came off, and they got some fish, but yeah. It's kind of a slow slow season. Mm-hmm. Slow beginning to the season. Yeah. Even here. last year, even la- 2017's ice sucked. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you People couldn't go ice fishing, mm-hmm. you couldn't, I mean, it was just like it would get mm-hmm. a crust, and you couldn't go, you couldn't open water fish, you couldn't ice fish, it was just. Did you see that yeah. video I sent you guys, there was a guy like towing a ice fishing shack. And the truck saw that, disappears. Yeah. And, truck, and they all, both of it just. <laughs> gone. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Be careful out there. That, that, that makes me so nervous because. That water is extremely cold, mm-hmm. and you just dumped a truck into the lake. Yeah, yeah. The the ice fishing hut is the ice fishing hut. It it has some value, but you probably took the vehicle that you're going to drive to work the next Monday. Mm-hmm. It's it's how do you, it, it's in the lake. How do you even, yeah, but how you're do you, also but, in there. I mean, yeah. it's a, it, what, the the driver's still in there. You know, I, did, I looked that up, and we talked about it a little bit on our last podcast. I mean, that was right here, Range State Park, five miles from my house, where that guy yeah, he went drowned. In. I know people that, you know, I I probably have met the guy, but, uh, you know, I know people that knew him. He was a teacher at one of the big schools down towards Pittsburgh, and, yeah. I don't even know how you... Scary stuff how you win that insurance battle if you're driving on the ice you know that's that's just crazy stuff it's it's called deny 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 deny. (laughs) 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 Uh, yeah that took us to the opener musky fishing me and andy got to fish that day a little bit yeah and i'm gonna recap on it vance catches a giant i come down and we get completely skunked and then I was given bad directions to Arby's. That's yes. not. That is not true at all. And he ran into Paul Boschad for stereo. Oh, that's right, we did. And I, I was throwing baits to try to get a rise out of him, and yeah, he was surprisingly he polite. <laughs> he said to Vance, "Who the heck was that guy? Or that Amish guy you were with?" He said, "Yeah, did you guys have? Did you have an Amish guy out with you today?" <laughs> Man, he looks like a was, genius, like a Belichick over there. That, that was Andy's worst day. Yeah. Yeah, that I was looking forward to that Arby's, okay? And it just got it just got to me a little bit. But yeah, we we were out there. I mean, we ground on it. Yeah, but I was throwing baits like really close to his boat just to see just to see because I knew he wouldn't recognize me. I have a feeling most people wouldn't recognize me. If they did, they would be pointing and laughing because I am not a slave to fashion. Mm-mm. 
No, not at all. I am a slave to function. No, you're not. That hat is perfectly functionable. It keeps my ears from getting burnt and my neck. And the what Belichick. Fun- what's functional in a sweatshirt and long pants and like 100 degrees out there? One word melanoma. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> true. You were covered. You, you were covered. But it's the Belichick. You got to understand with those big arm open holes, I'm wearing it right now. It, it, it allows <sighs> a good, strong airflow. Cheat. Yeah, I, and. Honestly, I can't, man, recapping the rest of the season, I know Todd has a tough time dealing with this stuff. I can't remember. I can't remember anything. I can't remember any, I can't remember. I mean, I remember a couple fish, you know, but I need somebody to spark it. Yeah. With the assist. I I can't remember. From there, I remember taking out like, uh, um, we had a slow start for sure. We had a slow first week, yes. Mm-hmm. But there were some nice, nice fish popping up. We caught some yeah. nice fish that first week, but it just wasn't like it was like it was real odd, odd, odd first, odd yeah. first. Week. I mean, we had water temps at sixty degrees. They went down back mm-hmm. down to like sixty one. Mm-hmm. We had some slow times with guys that have been coming on that early season for years with us, and. uh it just wasn't the norm, mm-hmm. you know. And then uh, I think we went through one real, real cold week there, and it was just fish were acting goofy. Trolling strikes were just gone. Nibbles on I, – I can remember fishing with Joe Stagnetti the one day he and I were fishing in that in that week, and, you know, I felt, I felt something hit. I had a soft tail wrapped her on, and it was like, man. I know that was a fish, you know, I bam, 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 worked it to the boat. I looked down and there's a, you know, like a 30 pound fish and it opens its mouth and it just nips the twister tail like a perch would grab it. Mm-hmm. I saw it, Joe saw it and the fish turned and swam to swam away. And he's like, yeah, that's what's happening right now. I said, yeah, that's what's happening right now. The fish are just screwed up, you know? You have like this thirty pounder nibbling like a perch. Uh, mm-hmm. We went through that in the early season. And then it picked up. We figured we figured something out. We were sitting there the one day, and we we're like, "I'm gonna go out for an hour." And we we're like, "Not really," but then mm-hmm. I put the boat in, and we went out and figured something out in like a minute. And yeah, we pretty much had a great casting uh, rest of the. As yes. long as the weeds lasted, and it, it, that that was nice. That's that's all I I really remember. Mm-hmm. And I, t- I took out, uh, you know, that all girls trip for a couple of days. I remember that one. I think that was in July. I don't know, or was it the end of June? I want to think it was the end of June. I think it was in June. You you did very well with that group, considering I think there were four of them total. Three had never like really musky, never musky fished, and how many fish? Four or five were caught. Three of them There's got five, them. Yeah, five, five fish were caught. They all hooked up and had their chances and stuff. And we had some follows and that. That was that was fun, and, and those girls did very well. And uh, that was we did get some really nice fish in the early season. 
Yeah. They were, yeah. We didn't get the numbers we're used to, but we got some real nice ones. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody was hooking up, was getting some good fish. Mm-hmm. Then uh, yeah. getting into July, <clears throat> I, um, I discovered that Lake Erie has an abundant supply of 14 and a half inch walleye. Yeah. And then <laughs> I, had, I had a blast catching all those little walleye. Mm-hmm. Off the boards and dipsies, and remember the bugs. That time oh, we were in Vance's boat. The only thing that rivals the snow that Vance got was how thick these bugs were. <laughs> that was insane. Like we we were just statues, and we were just like, I can't believe how many bugs there are. And it's not like they were, I mean, there were some that would bite through the socks, but these, these other ones were just different bugs. Yeah. And it was awful. They were all over the boat. Yes. They, remember, that's, I remember, the day, that, that's the time we decided, let's go a little early today. I mean, it was so easy last time. And, and we weren't catching many, we, we weren't catching many fish during that. I mean, we were catching some fish, but. We were not catching like until the evening hours rolled upon us, but it was dead flat calm. Now, why, by Todd saying we were catching some fish, if if you were anywhere else where there's walleye, you would say this is epic fishing. Yeah. But then once once that sun got a little lower, it was just insanity. It was a, it was a every pole. Every rod, I mean, it was like, well, let's check this rod. Oh, yeah, we got a fish on it, and it's just filled with water. And (laughs) it would be like, hey, we got a fish out there. Let's pop it off the board. So the other two people grab the dipsy rods that we run off the back, and we pop them. Oh, look, we got a triple. (laughs) Because we we, would have had whatever, a a nine fish, if we would have had nine people each grabbing a rod. They were just everywhere. Yeah. And... We developed a new line of vocabulary, and the one that I like the best is a popper, because we're waiting there for a fish to to pop the line off the planer board. But generally, these fish are so tiny and weak, they could not pop the line off the board, the board line. Mm-hmm. But when one would go, we were like popper, and we die for the <laughs> rod like it was. But it was generally like a sixteen-inch fish. <laughs> yes. Well, the yeah. ones the ones that would pop were the ones that would get fouled up. That's right. Mostly, yeah, yeah. That's mostly yeah. <laughs> They'd be spinning. Yeah. So I wow. am very much looking forward to doing that some more. I had I I finally got my boat out and ran it, probably two maybe three full tanks through it this year. Um, but I was you know I was running it a lot on Erie. I did. I think it was in July. My my little girl reeled reeled in a little small fish off Edinburgh Lake. You know, 20 minutes of trolling, I said, yeah, this stuff's easy. So, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that was I, fun. I, I probably, I never said anything to you guys, but uh, that time we went when it was real calm, some of the Lake Erie guys that fish there all the time, my good friend Ed Steinmetz said, said uh, when, when I told him we went, went, it was calm and nice. And the first thing he said, first thing Ed said to me was, "How are, how are the bugs?" <laughs> I, <laughs> I I just started laughing. I'm like, 
What do you mean? He said, how are the bugs when you were out there? I said, yeah, they were really bad. I couldn't even see Vance. Yeah. <laughs> it was that bad. It, 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 mm-hmm. There was a time that, that Todd was sitting in, like, the captain's chair, and he leaned forward, then leaned back, then leaned forward again. Vance, do you remember me bumping you? And it, it looked like he got shot in the back with a shotgun, like eight shot <laughs> at close range. Yeah. Like, all the BBs hit him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you try to sit there and be, like, as still as possible. But eventually, your, your brain just says, swat him. Get him away. And you do yeah. that, and, it, and it's just like they just come off of you. You, like, get thinner looking because they're just there's so many stacked on you. And then you just make the problem worse by trying yeah. to get them away from you until they relay them. Ignore them. You have to put your sunglasses on and just ignore them. Oh, do not lick do your sometimes. lips or open your mouth. <laughs> Awful, 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 awful. It was fun, though. Yeah, those fish will be bigger next year. Those fish were already mostly all legal by September. And so we probably won't be able to fish for them. I'm, I'm going. I got a boat, and I got a license. I'll go out there by myself. Yeah. I didn't put in this fillet station for muskies in my pole barn. <laughs> we got to do a couple runs, yeah. Yeah. We got to get some poppers, some poppers, some floaters. Yeah, Vince and I flayed fish that night till like one in the morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm still waiting for my bag of fish. Yeah, those are long gone. Mm -hmm. You heard it here. (laughs) I mean, that was like, you know, to get a three man limit. I know we've already gone through this. Is eighteen walleye? We had to have gone through over fifty to get an eighteen man. You know, 18, mm-hmm. 18 fish. And that was, we were just banging fish, baby. Banging fish. Yeah, we were. It was fun. It's fun for a muskie guy to go do that. It's fun to bring yeah. the fish home. It's fun to eat walleye three or four nights a week. Mm-hmm. When I live in my, when I live in my camp. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, that's good stuff. But the rest of the season, I, you know, I... I still can't recall. What okay, really I can recall. Happened, but August was off the charts. Todd's least yes. favorite month just became the hottest month. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it was last year for sure. Yeah. It it brought your, you know, well below average fish per day back up to mm-hmm. an above average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was in Canada. Yeah. You, I left. You were slaying dragons up there. Yeah, we caught we caught some really nice fish up there. Which you got great. some big fish, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great fish. But I, even when I came back, and I remember the first day I came back from Canada, I had a charter, uh, and uh, it was still great. Yeah, we caught a giant that day, the first day back, and. Uh, trolling and, and then we cut a we cut a couple casting and uh it's august was steady it, it yeah and you know september october when we fish in november i would say it was as steady as normal mm-hmm. it was you know, and our, was our early season you know we the, the early season was tough mm-hmm. fish were staying on when we were trolling mm-hmm. um and i remember 
in that in that yeah, that month of September we had like it, it turned into fall and then it turned right mm-hmm. back into a, across the the nation it was like just a giant warm up uh, and it was yes it was it, the hottest it, days it, we had it was the hottest days of the year and we caught some big fish those days mm-hmm. uh, but it was tough it mm-hmm. wasn't it wasn't mm-hmm. good fishing but we did get some nice fish the ones that hit stayed on and they were big Mm-hmm. I came up nice. and we got two in the boat in a very short fishing day mm-hmm. and then uh, that led us into archery season I passed up a lot of deer I took Vance out he stayed in the tree because I called him I said what, what did I say I know Todd likes it Vance you gotta get out of the tree <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <when> you <laughs> so yeah, man. so Vance Vance came back and then apparently that that's all you need. I mean, if Vance then goes and shoots left hook a few <laughs> weeks later, <laughs> my second time out, second time out that year, third time out. So in three times, he shot in two deer. Mm-hmm. Um, then. I did go out on the creek, old patterns, stayed the same, got me a fish, as I explained, trying to get that log or heavy stick from the trolling motor shaft. Mm-hmm. I caught that fish. It takes Very a lot of nice. skill. Yes. And uh, you guys, by that time, kind of have wrapped it up by then. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I'm in December. So... We went to White Tail Heaven in November. Mm-hmm. Vance got another oh. buck. Mm-hmm. It was fun. We wrapped up fishing. A good end last couple couple days. Todd caught some big ones. It'd be the final fish out of the Lund casting. Yep. All great Chautauqua fish. We lost some big ones too. Mm-hmm. It was nice. It was like a real fall season. Fall fatties. It was a great year, in my opinion. I had I had a blast doing it. Fishing a lot of first muskies and stuff and uh, awesome stuff. Then it kinda takes us to Christmas and what'd you call it? Snowmageddon. Snowmageddon. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that is 20 minutes, our year wrap-up. Yeah. And we're excited for 2018. I'm not excited for this drive to Chicago because I'm worried mm-hmm. about snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love yeah. it if it was like 45 degrees all the way there and... 45 degrees all the way back. Let's just get this big snow thing and frigid weather out of the system because it's still my long-term forecast here. Tomorrow is going to be my warmest day where I'm at. It's like 20. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the reason I'm not sticking on the temperatures hardcore is because I know those fishermen, Wisconsin, Michigan, Minnesota, they're like 20. 
How about negative 48? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But we got 70 inches of snow in 30 hours. Mm-hmm. That makes ice fishing very tough. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it does. So We got the uh, high of 20 for the next few days. It's just not even safe to travel when it's like that, you know? Yeah, but... When it's into the single digits and... I'm, people are going to be taking trailers out there and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to hopefully be in two days sitting in the woods waiting for a deer because I was given an assignment and I feel as though I need to accomplish it because these people were snowed in and they need the food. Yes. <laughs> that person answered very quickly. Yes. Hungry. So Need the essentials. Bread, eggs, milk, deer. Bread and meat. Yes. So, well, it's a good place to end the year. So, come see us at the Muskie Max Plus in March. We're going to be down there. New location. Uh, as it gets closer, we will discuss more in length of this new location. And um, more of the vendors that are going to be there. Uh, but in the very near future, we're going to be in Chicago in one week. And uh, booth 618, we're going to have rod holders. I have a new prototype rail mount that I completed today. It's a prototype. I'm, for the most part, happy with it. I'm going to see what kind of uh, calling you know people are going to want for it, um, if I'm going to even continue with it. But it's nothing that's been done before and it, it, Todd Vance have you seen anything like it Mm-mm. no it's incredible it's as easy as sliding a rod holder into a track system might even be easier it is faster than that yeah, yeah. so um, something new I came up with at least the concept I can put my put my little pen inside of my name say yeah I'm the first guy to do this so um, we got that. We'll have all the baits. Fatty Z Musky products. FattyZMuskie.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, MCFishingGuides.com. If you're hoping to book a trip, you probably should do it sooner than later uh, because Todd's filling up and you don't want to wait till the day before and then you won't get your trip. St. Croix Rods, best on earth. Uh, Ranger Boats, Vix Marine, selling Ranger Fiberglass, Aluminum, Starcraft, Star Weld. Is there any other? I don't think there's another boat brand. I don't think so. <laughs> Perfect. I've never been there. I'd like to. I just haven't been there. Oh, you'll be there. We're going to be doing a show there. Yeah. Yeah, Come I mean, I have a Ranger and all, but I didn't buy it from Vix. I bought it from some guy in Indianapolis <laughs> that I drove there, drove whatever, the six and a half, seven hours, bought the boat, turned around, and drove back on Worth Valentine's it. Day. Mm. I earned you some brownie points. I, I, I left in the morning. I got back at night. No big deal. So, all right. So, with that... We're going to sign off to 2017. 
Thanks for listening, and we will get another show out when we can. We're going to be very busy here soon. So uh, be safe out there.